0: Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through. And it doesn't matter your youth, or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy! What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Season 2. This is Episode 4. So, first, we started off the season with the dynamic duo couple of Roman and Christina. And then we moved on to Minister Andre of Garmin's of Praise Ministries. And so today, today is no different. As we continue on with featured guests Today I have another very special guest with me I have brother Eric dyson He works in foreign exchange He's also a husband and a father Care to say what's up to the people? Hello (laughs) So, today for episode 4 We're just going to discuss a couple things that pertain to Eric and some things that happened recently that I want to get Eric's opinion on. I'm going to give the floor to Eric for most of the episodes. You can get to know him better. But the sweeter part is that instead of me providing the life tips and advice for you to follow, he's actually going to give the nuggets of wisdom himself since he specializes in that. And so Our first topic of discussion to start out is not actually about Eric, but it's something that he requested personally to discuss first. Eric is going to give us his thoughts on how social media is destroying humanity. But before we do get to that, I'd like to remind everybody that if you remember my very first podcast episode from season one, I discussed Instagram specifically. And how it was causing a comparison crisis, ruining relationships, and destroying communication. That was just my personal thoughts on Instagram. Obviously, Facebook is at fault, too. In reality, Facebook is consumed by the older generation more so. Since the younger generation now is hip to the brand new TikTok app that's taking over. That's the the reincarnation of Vine. Uh, we still have Instagram and Snapchat, so social media is destroying humanity, but uh, just to give you all a little bit of perspective of what the older generation primarily uses versus the younger generation. But anyway, now we're going to get to Eric's thoughts on social media, destroying humanity. So uh, yeah, man, what what are your thoughts on all these platforms? And I'm curious to know, and I'm sure the audience is curious to know. How, in your opinion, is social media actually destroying humanity?
1: Well, um, that's, a, that's a topic that would take a week. But uh, just, to <laughs> hit on a, just to hit on a couple different uh, variations of it, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start out with social media and the celebrities as far as uh, Instagram, which you were talking about, how you can uh, follow celebrities, what they do, how they act, uh, what they eat, sleep, drink. But even a step further than that would be how uh, these shows are coming out. And basically, uh, for people of color, we're talking about, uh, say, your Black Ink, Housewives, of that nature. And it's showing people that actually have a decent income still acting, uh, just being a buffoon or national TV <laughs> um, in front of the world because they're getting paid for it. Um, I mean, to me, honestly, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it like it is, it's a sellout game. Mm, um, okay. they, they really don't need to do it, but the money's in front of them, so they do it. Unfortunately, if you only grew up in one type of environment and don't understand uh, what investments are, um, basically what a credit card is and what it's used for, How would you know um, what to do? So you look at these people because they're dressed nice, they live in big homes and everything else, but they're still cooning and being a buffoon, you figure it's okay to do it too because you don't have the money they have. And the whole thing is, is what they're showing you is a way for you to stay right where you are, basically like a red line. And when we talk about red line, we're talking about the red line district where they keep all the people inside of the, the so-called ghetto, and they never let them out. Once they get outside of it, then they want to control their money, their finding right, everything right, else. Right, right, right. So it, it's it's a point to even uh, social media rappers, entertainers. You know, you have to do a certain amount. Just for instance, and I'm gonna make this real quick. No, go ahead. Take F- your time. Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. is probably one of the smartest people that I know as far as business-wise. Okay, that I've seen. Um, He not only does he have a lot of money, but he has businesses. He invests as well. But every time you see Floyd Mayweather on social media, he has a bag of money. Federal Reserve notes. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, with him doing business and him being a businessman, his home and everything else he has. Floyd Mayweather doesn't spend cash for that stuff. You know, he, he uses credit cards. He has credit and everything else. He probably, ha- he probably has an accountant, to too. Yes, he has all that. But when you see him, in order for him to link with the average person from, say, low income, such as, you know, myself or whoever, okay, or middle class, then he has to show Federal Reserve notes. He has to show cash to catch their attention because they're entertained by cash, just like they would be entertained by a Rolex watch. Floyd Mayweather doesn't wear a Rolex watch. He wears a Patek Philippe. But how many people would know what a Patek Philippe is? And a a Rolex is actually a ghetto fabulous watch. So a a Patek Philippe is head and shoulders above that. But this is some of the things that's going around to where nothing's the same. Mm. I, I personally think that the movie The Matrix is probably the realest, most dangerous movie ever made. And they shouldn't have let it out. Because when he got to find out what the real world was and everything else was an illusion, that's when everything started getting put in place. And that's when they started actually fighting the system. Um, Right now, everything around us that we see and, and hear and everything else, it's an illusion. It's not real. Because the powers of the be that control everything that's going on in the United States, they don't even live in this land. They're outside this land. And everything's an illusion. We think we're free. People of color think we're free. Free or what? The 14th Amendment says you're a slave as long as you consider yourself an uh, African American. And you don't have to believe me. Go do your own research. That's, that, that's what I tell everybody. Don't believe nothing I tell you. Go do your own research. Look up, look up the, um, the, uh, the black codes, the Christian black codes of 1724. And see what's listed down there for people of color so called negro black african american but you call yourselves these they label you as a slave i i mean you just have to study that's 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 one of our things social media has made it to where we don't have to study anything we don't have to study nothing right. if you see it it's true <laughs> so and and that's where and that's where the devastation comes in from everything it's it's all about okay the one thing i can tell somebody is this because of social media makes us carnal beings to where it's it's senses, uh, sight, sound, touch. But how much spirituality do we actually have? And see, sometimes if you just listen to your gut, you just listen to that inner feeling of you, you'll understand. Sometimes your ancestors are talking to you and they're telling you, this is not the right way to do it. But because it's the entertainment, the highlight, the glamor you wanna be, uh, accept it, social media, you know, that's where it's at. And, and and it's it's basically taking you further away from reality than what you would ever imagine. And, you know, I, I really feel bad because we're programmed now to not even think for ourselves. And the, and, the, and the little tests and the surveys they do with the doll babies, you know, they give you a black doll baby, a white doll baby, and they can line up people, um, people color white, Indian, uh, Ethiopian, it doesn't matter, and tell them go get the good baby, they'll go get the white baby doll. They tell them go get the bad baby doll and punish her, they'll go get the black baby doll and put it in the corner. Baby dolls didn't do anything. So we're programmed from day one to be like this. Mm. It, it's it's sad, but it's it's very true. And people have to start to become aware of what's going on. Um, and, and, and what to. I mean, there's nothing wrong with. with looking at things like Wildin' Out and knowing that that is a comedy show where you're supposed to laugh and have fun, but that's it. It goes no higher or no lower. That's that's where you keep it even keel. Pretty much, and and that's, I mean, there's so many things on social media, but those are some of the topics where I know that uh, a lot of people are getting, are getting, uh, their minds are, are becoming more and more, um, just decayed because of Because of what they see and Especially like housewives and Oh my goodness That's terrible
0: mm. Housewives <laughs> <laughs> The real housewives of Atlanta Black-ish <laughs> What else um, Oh man um, There's even uh, There's even There's even another program That escapes me at the moment Uh, This created for black television It escapes me at the moment But yeah, I I understand how you feel Social media and the new entertainment industries Just, you know Made things crazy to where it's like Oh, we it's, It's another way for us to be on, you know The same level And, you know, try to achieve Which, it does happen I mean, you have your Tyler Perry's out there Mm -hmm. Who are killing it for the black community With his studio in D.C. Doing great things Mm -hmm. Your Beyoncé's You know, you have those little examples out there And then even in the Christian circle uh, You mentioned the spiritual circle You have your Kirk Franklins Your Tamala Manns, you know Other black, you know, Christians in the industry Who are doing things, you know to to help people so yeah man it's 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 crazy but there's also some amazing examples you know in-
1: yeah. you, you 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 really you really just hit something when you talked about the the, the christian level because it's so many people that will take that title and want to flip it around <laughs> to make it sound like it's, it's good for their benefit. But really, they're doing the total opposite and destroying everything. And with that, I'm going to leave you guys with something real quick. Oh, okay? a life tip. It's called The Family. Okay? Go on YouTube. Google whatever you want you can always start with YouTube YouTube doesn't always tell you the truth about everything but you can start with YouTube go to YouTube look up the family now real quick I'm gonna tell you this has to do with Christian belief over having control over state and church through our system of presidencies senators people of power in this country but also the family is extended worldwide. And with that, I'm not going to say no more, but go look it up for yourself. And you'll start to understand about the different things with even religion, because basically the family bases their whole foundation of Christian belief. But they have a twist to it, just like Julius Caesar had a twist to his. Remember, he was the first emperor of Rome that took control over state and church that's the whole key and they're still doing it today worldwide so just look at that and that'll that'll give you some some type of view about what's going on like i said don't believe what i tell you go do your own research Mm
0: -hmm. all right then well that's that's some powerful stuff right there um you mentioned working in foreign exchange what in the world what is that how did you get into that like as a profession
1: all right. Um, foreign exchange is basically uh, world trade uh, where you trade on the, on the market. Um, about 10 years ago, I actually wanted to get in the world trade. And I found out, man, they were asking $100,000 to get in. Uh, you had to have a net profit of uh, $3 million or something like that. It, it, was, it, was, it was heavy. But see, that's where all the fat cats were. And that's why they, they made that club exclusive for just the big time. Guys, the people who had all the money. Well, um, I found out a couple months back. Uh, a good friend of mine, who I worked with, uh, came to me and said that he had this thing he wanted me to, to see. So I went to the meeting with him, and that's what it was for an exchange. The only thing is, they didn't. You didn't have to have all that money to, to join, and I couldn't give him my money fast enough because anybody can do this. Um, and it's through it's through uh, a system that's called um, IM. And I'm sure a lot of people know about IM Academy. Um, it, it's, it's well known, but they have so many different people there that train you and everything else. As you're making money and learning, you do both at the same time because you, you train and you get to make money at the same time. Plus, it, it's another side to it, too, where not only can you just do, uh, you know, world trade, but you can also um, recruit people. And, if, and you get paid on both ends. So it's it's very good for you, Um, for me anyway. Um, It gives me a lot of leisure time uh, to do some of the extra things that I want to do with my family and whatnot. So it it, it, it does what it needs to. Um, But uh, I I, I enjoy it because I always wanted to do my own thing and basically try to, you know, navigate my own way to success the way I want to do it. Uh, You know, like Frank Sinatra, I want to do it my way so it 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 works it works for me and it, it, if anybody ever wanted to try to get on their own where they didn't want to work for someone else this is this is an ideal way to do it i'm not going to say oh it's the best way i wouldn't do it any other way no it's it's a good way that that's all i can say about that
0: all right all right moving right along because we are trying to keep this under 25 minutes um <laughs> uh, family for those of you who don't remember Eric does have a wife And three daughters But one of them doesn't live under his Roof anymore So while he's not raising all his daughters in 2020 He's raising two of them But first, before we go, before we get to your daughters Let's talk about your wife First, since y'all clearly came Before the daughters um, So yeah, tell us about your wife where did you meet her? How'd you meet your wife initially? What was the process like getting to know her? Especially since we're a couple of weeks away from Valentine's Day hmm.
1: Well, that's kind of funny because, you know, I don't celebrate Valentine's I Day. I know. But.
0: <laughs> but they don't know
1: that. Right. Well, I, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, I think it's just another marketing scheme. But that that's just me. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have fun with it um, and, and, and enjoy it. Um, met years and years ago. What's her name? Out in the street, which I'd rather not say. Okay. <laughs> See me mm-hmm. out in the street. I feel you. And, um uh it was it was it was a it was a formal greeting hello how you doing? You look very nice it wasn't that you know hey yo shorty, you know this no, that, right, that right, you right. know I, I i never was that type of person i I'm, I'm you know i I try to keep it um casual because my whole thing is um do unto others as they do unto you so I tried to keep it you know reasonable and respectful it worked and i mean the rest is the rest is history i mean you know, I've, I've got spoiled children, so man, <laughs> but they're worth it though, because they all, the um, my oldest child is, is she successful? Um, I don't want to, you know, she, she was in the military, did five tours. Um, my other two, they're, they're very good students. Um, you know, uh, you know, they're honor roll students. My youngest child is the one who's, um, the animal whisperer, um, she's very spiritual um and and, and it just i don't know i don't know if they would i would say they get it from me because i'm the one that's very spiritual i wear a lot of crystals and different things because i know what they're supposed to do to you and the thing that you have to understand is this if god made this earth and he put everything down here for man then that means man should be able to use everything and this is where we start to get into the missing links where Our lifelines are cut off from different things. Crystals do a lot of things for your body, uh, spiritually and physically. And if you don't believe me, like I said, do your own research. But um, that's one of the things that I believe my my daughter, my youngest daughter, she's she's very spiritual.
0: Wow. Wow. So I had put in here to, you know, try to get, Names and ages, but apparently you want to keep that away from the public, so let's not go there um <laughs> but yeah, so skipping all the way down to this one uh so you basically you have you, as you all heard he has Eric has an older daughter and he has uh two two younger daughters, and of the younger ones. They're in their teens, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're in their teens. We'll just say that. Uh, but more than likely, they've started to interact with young men, boys, et cetera, et cetera, via social media or maybe even the phone. Mm-hmm. What's, th- I'm curious, what's that like? Is there a process for like bringing home a guy, having a boyfriend, dating? If so, you know, what's different with them that you and your wife? You know, implemented um, with your uh, with them versus your older daughter because well, uh, I'm just curious because I, I know there's parents listening that are probably like, "What do I do with my teenage kid that you know is going through this process okay. trying to date and stuff?" like
1: Here's that. the thing, and I'll leave this real fast. Yeah. My older daughter was different from my younger because I had to learn what to do and what not to do, mm-hmm. not what I want to do, but what I need to do. There's a difference between want and need. Mm-hmm. I learn things when I learn things. I'm not see with me, even though I'm a man and, and I'm a man's man, but I don't have an ego. I leave my ego out the door because I, I, you can't you can't process anything uh, or register anything logically if you have your ego going for you. So I take my ego and put it to the side. I learned from my older, oldest daughter what to do, what not to do, and she turned out very well, because I told her, you know, hey, don't, don't have no children by nobody until you get married, uh, and then if you do, you better think twice still, and all this stuff, and then, you know, just going on and on, but, but I give advice. One thing I will tell all the parents out there, and this is something that I've stuck with, and this is the gospel, I, I tell my children this, I can't make you do anything at all. Only thing I can do is give you advice. Now, God gave you free will to do whatever you want to do. You know what's right and wrong already. The choice is yours. I can only give you advice. My oldest child, my oldest daughter still calls me till today and says, Daddy, I need to know She'll call me before she calls anybody else if it's something serious. Now, the the second oldest is just starting to get to that too because she realizes from the older one, from the talks they've had, Daddy's going to be the one doing this. My youngest one, she doesn't care much. Her whole thing is is... You know, she doesn't care what other girls think about her in school. She doesn't care about that. That stuff. She, she's like they're petty, and she just walks off. Um, but yeah, I just try to. I try to tell them everything. Um, if they come to me with any questions, I'm gonna answer. I don't care what it is, and they know that. So they they're careful about what they ask me because they know they're gonna get they're gonna get the real to real. I'm gonna give it to them. Um, but what it does is it makes it to where if they ever get in trouble they know they can come to me and regardless of what it is I'm not going to yell at them or act stupid my goal is to okay how can we solve this and how can we get this fixed and take care mm-hmm. of it? so they know I'm not going to I'm not going to chastise them or anything else about it but still they know that the the end of the day they have that understanding where um daddy's going to help me oh and by the way one thing that I do do yeah go ahead I I do drink occasionally I do smoke cigars and pipes, okay? Um, I do use foul language from time to time, um, every other minute, (laughs) okay? Okay? Uh Here's the thing. My two youngest daughters can never tell you I cursed around them. Matter of fact, I used one curse word in the whole teenage, up until their teenage year, and it was damn, and I apologized immediately. I don't smoke around them. I don't drink around them. Because at the end of the day, if they're out with their girlfriends, their friends out in the street at school or whatever, the bottom line is they're going to be able to say, well, my daddy and my mommy don't do that. And that's the way I like to leave it. Now, they know I smoke because they see the cigars and they see, the pipe, but I don't do it around them. They know I curse. They, I know they do, but I don't do it around them because I want to leave that positive attitude. Leadership reflects character. So if you're not a positive role model, then what the hell are you? I mean, Facts. really. And this is these are your children you're talking about. They've got people around here cursing around their children, telling them they're going to beat them up and punch them in the face. I'm like, what are you doing? Why did you have children? Why did God even allow you to? Here's a life tip for the parents. <laughs> but, but no, I'm just, I'm just saying in general, you know, that's not the way you do it. It shouldn't be done that way. But... I can't make nobody do anything. I I can only give advice, just like I do to my own children. God gave you free will. Sooner or later, you got to have some common sense. And do wait a minute. I'll take that back. I common mean, sense really? is not that common. Right. So there's no sense of me telling people to have common sense. That's I take that. I retract that because okay. it's not that common. Because if it was, everybody would, would have it and, it. and it's not there. So you, you have to work on yourself first everything starts with you first your children don't come first you come well actually me the creator comes first then i come second then my children because if i can't take care of myself how am i going to take care of my children people talking about my children come first no they don't because the children can't take care of themselves it's just common sense again there i go again common sense all right (laughs) it's not that common but i mean you have to connect the dots and 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 unfortunately you know like i said we're, we're lost i listened to my ancestors I want them to help me because I need all the help I get. First of all, I'm only a man. That's another story, though. Women are naturally smarter than men by nature. They just don't know it because they let their emotions get involved. But that's another that's oh, another story whoa, whoa. too. we
0: haven't even gotten to we haven't even gotten there because like that's what I wanted to like really talk about because like I know I just I talked to one I talked to one parent recently and her her daughter <clears throat> excuse me her daughter is is dating and she told me the whole process of how she interviewed the guy and I'm like uh, this would be something perfect to ask brother Eric so I'm like do you interview the guys do you ask them all the tough questions or is it like oh okay he's a nice guy you can date him no, you know no. go-
1: I mean Interview. I wouldn't call it an interview, mm-hmm. but there are certain things you want to know. And with me, I like to be introduced to the parents. Yo, because you're because, one of those. Because the, because the bottom line is, if anything happens, I'm not necessarily. Well, I don't. I want to know who I have to deal with. Put it oh, that way. I'm okay. not going to get into mm-hmm. the whole scenario of that. But mm-hmm. I'd like to know who I'm dealing with. I want to know where his parents. Uh, thought is, I want to know where his is too, but I want to know what his parents are thinking. Um, and, and, and it's, I don't interview nobody, I try to be cordial and everything else, and I try to be straight up with him. I'm just like, Look, look, you know, if it was your mom or your sister, just respect them, just like you know. And, but, but you got to remember, it starts with self. So, my daughters have to want to do the right thing to begin with, mm. and as long as they want to do the right thing, then he has no choice but to either follow along or go somewhere else and that's, that's their situation and they know like I said my youngest daughter she doesn't like dating she has some friends she, she has two guy friends that she's real cool with but she doesn't like dating she really doesn't she says why would I, I want to date him why would I want to date him the
0: second oldest though.
1: The, the second oldest one she, she's into the point where she, she says oh well daddy he's cute I don't <laughs> trust him though So here's the key. How long do you think it would take for you all to get to know someone? And this is for anyone listening. How long do you think it would actually take for you all to get to know someone? So let's forget about children for a minute. Let's look at it as us being adults all this social media stuff, once again, comes back to where now you want to so-called smash somebody off the first night you meet them and all this (laughs) other stuff. And you know absolutely nothing about them. So then later on down the line, all hell breaks loose and you're upset. Well, you should be upset with yourself. But then again, we have too much ego and, and everything to blame ourselves. It's always somebody else's fault. Mm. I try to explain that to my daughters. What you do now, because you don't know the person, may come back to affect you later on. So that's how I look at it, because I had to learn that too. Mm. So if it, why not teach my children everything I know, and then what they learn along the way, now our family elevates as we go on instead of trying to hold something back like, like the old Negroes. or oh, I can't tell him everything because my, my boy will be better than me. No, that's what you want. Your son is supposed to be better than you. You're supposed to teach him everything you know and then what he knows so he can elevate. What are you going to do seven generations in the, in the future? Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to excel, or do you want to, well, do you want to ascend or do you want to descend? You know, this is your family. This is your legacy. Some people, some people are that selfish, though. I'm not. I, w- I want everything to 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 elevate to the highest degree. Mm. So I'm going to teach them everything I know. And then, you know, let them go from there.
0: Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, well, this is going to go over 30 minutes uh, just a little bit. But I need to get this last topic in here. This is the closer. We've now reached the end of the podcast, but before we go, I have to discuss this topic with Eric. I did not tell him anything about this, so this is going to be a complete surprise because he has two young daughters. We have to talk about the gate situation with (laughs) T.I. From last year. <laughs> no, hang on. Hang on. Let me explain it to the people. For those of you who don't know or need a reminder, this dude's dying over here. But for those of you who don't know or need a reminder, Tip T.I. Harris went on the Ladies Like Us podcast hosted by Nazanin Nandi and Nadia Moham on podcast one with a thousand listeners super popular podcast i listen to them like all the time they're super cool i want to meet them one day it was a great podcast episode until ti publicly opened up to taking his 18 year old daughter to the gynecologist to make sure she was still a virgin yo And what people were highlighting on social media, they were dragging him for it, is how he bullied his daughter, remember, into signing the papers, which granted him access to knowing sensitive information about his daughter's private area. And to make matters even worse, he went back on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk to discuss the matter further. Sure, he was, quote-unquote, cleaning stuff up, but the damage was already done. You're a fool, dude. Like, T.I. is an idiot, in my opinion, like, who lacks wisdom and common sense... Because, like, dude, you don't know how to parent a child correctly. You messed around in your younger years. You cheat on Tiny regularly to this day, and you're absolutely cool with your son shacking up. What? So, all break, but but all all hell breaks loose if your daughter comes home pregnant. Double standard, right? So, to avoid the intense backlash that Ti received, I'm not going to ask any of those specific questions to Eric that were brought up on the podcast with you know the ladies like us but I do want to know this. What's your thoughts on that whole situation? Did T.I. take it too far? Should he change some things in his parenting style? Would you consider T.I. a role model for young people to look up to? Because, I mean, dude, you're on a podcast right now. I don't expect this to go viral and have billions of people talking about you on Twitter, but, like, you and I are men of wisdom and knowledge. It's It's unwise to be a guest on anyone's podcast and make stupid statements like that about your own children. So, yeah, man, like, what do you think about the whole T.I. situation from last year, bro?
1: Hey, look, I'm going to put it to you like this. T.I. is that young lady's father. Whatever he thought, whatever he thought he thought was best whatever he did because he, maybe he thought it was best that's on him he has to he's got to be held accountable for mm-hmm. that that's all i mean if he's okay with it you know that's that's on ti i mean i i i mean, I've, I've, I mean that could have went 80 different ways that he could have did that i mean on any level that's the level he chose that's the level he he has to live with and and that's on him i can't i can't i don't know ti you know what I'm saying? I don't know his family's history. I don't know what they do on a day-to-day basis. I don't know. There could be a reason why T.I. did that. Who knows, some, who knows if somebody wasn't after his daughter that they were dating and they were trying to get at her and drug her? And you, you don't know. So I'm not going to assume nothing. All I know is T.I. has got to do with that. Now, am I taking a cop out towards this? Eh, sort of, because my opinion is my opinion how i would handle it would have been different but that's so me. you
0: wouldn't have taken your daughter to the gynecologist.
1: Well, well, well see if my daughter says daddy i want you to take me to the doctors i'm gonna take her to the doctors because she wants me to am i gonna force myself to do it no and i shouldn't have to as a as as her father mm-hmm. i should not have to force myself to do that.
0: You listening to your...
1: (laughs) No, I'm just saying in general. I mean, but like I said, we don't know if he actually forced her or not. We don't know what happened. That's what I'm... That's that's the whole point I'm trying to say. You don't know what that man did. Now, we can always assume, and that's the whole thing. I wasn't there. I don't know. I've only heard bits and pieces of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just saying, but if it was me, I'm just saying in my opinion... I would, if my daughter asks me, then I'm going to take her. If my daughter tells me, well, daddy, this is so-and-so, I need this and this and this, I want you to come with me. All right, but see, here's the whole thing. Does your mama know? That's, That's it. Okay, my oldest daughter, for example. My oldest daughter was 17 years old, and I'm a... Well, I don't want to get into no, no. Be be as real as possible. No, no, because I don't want to be telling her history. But anyway, right. my, my oldest daughter, seventeen years old, wanted to go into the military. She had a full ride to college. She wanted to go into the military, and I told her you can go if you want to. Your mama signed the papers though, because I don't want her mother to blame me if something was to happen to her. I'm not as dumb as I look. I look. People, I look dumb. If you could see me right now, you'd say, "Oh yeah, he's a dumb-looking son of a gun." No, but I'm not as dumb as I look. See, I already know how to how to get myself away from the away from the whip. (laughs) So so that's what I told her. Your mama has to sign the papers, because now she can't blame me if something happens, which she would have. And she told me, "Yeah, of course I would have blamed you." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. That's why you got the papers." Hey. But I don't. Ti I., man, I, like I said, I don't know what. The, I, I wouldn't have did it. That's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have went that route. Mm-hmm. Um, but if my daughter did ask me and say, "Daddy, I want you to take me or whatever,", whatever yeah, of course I would. We have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when somebody's saying, "Oh, I need tear ponds or whatever." I go in the store and get them, flip them around, toss them, everything. I don't care. They not for me. Everybody uses them. So what's the problem?
0: Hey Nino, I'ma go get him. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of this episode. We gotta go. <laughs> but as always, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast. Tweet me there, DM me there if you're interested in engaging. You can follow me on my own Twitter at auth underscore underscore person, Facebook wise orator. Instagram, Nate underscore the underscore speaker or underscore or Nate. You can also visit my website, natejones2016.wixsite.com forward slash whoisnatejones. Man, Eric, it's been fun. It's been a blast. Thanks for coming on board. And thank you, people, for listening to this, man. <laughs> it was so fun.
1: It's, it's not a problem. Man. People have to understand. I do study a lot of things and everything else. But also, you already know. I'm a damn fool. And, and, and I like having fun. I'm going to joke and laugh and everything else. But there, there's times to do it, and then there's times to be serious. So, you know, you, you have to balance that out, too. But, now I'm not a, I'm not a straight stick up my you-know-what and all that. I don't, I don't do that. I'm a real down-to-earth person, and, and that's the way I'm going to stay.
0: That's what's up, bro alright you All right, y'all. We got to get out of here. I'll see y'all in Episode 5. Peace.